What are you going to do? Record another podcast? I used to do the same thing as a child. Sit in my closet and pretend to talk to imaginary listeners. You're not going to make sense of this. No matter how you try and word this, it's not going to work. I know that I look and sound like Napoleon Dynamite had a baby with Ray Romano. It's going to be a good show. Welcome to the Dynamic Wit Comedy Show. Welcome to the Dynamic Wit Comedy Show. Indeed, that is the voice of Cliff Oram welcoming us into this, uh, the first episode. This is episode one of the Dynamic Wit Comedy uh, Podcast. Because we all know the world needs more podcasts, right? I don't know how many there are, but it's getting another one. So uh, in this first episode, let's talk a little bit about what the Dynamic Wit name is and kind of how it came to be. Um, my name is Chase. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hosting this uh, podcast as we go. Uh, the idea behind this podcast is exactly what it says in the little subtitle thing uh, on the podcast. If you're clicking on this through uh, Spotify or Apple, you'll notice that in the summary of what this podcast is, it's discussions with natural aptitude for using words and ideas in an inventive way to create humor. That's what we're doing. That's actually the dictionary definition of wit. Dynamic definition is characterized by constant change, activity, or progress. So we're combining the two, and that's what this is. We're essentially different ideas, different ways to create humor. What makes us different from any other podcast? Why should you listen to us? I don't know. Probably nothing. I don't know how to answer that question. Our goal is to just keep you interested enough to keep listening to whatever this podcast turns out to be. We want to keep you engaged. We want to keep you involved. I'll go over the email address if people want to send an email and ask questions or submit jokes or whatever. On this podcast, if comedians have a set they'd like us to play on here, I'm going to do that. Today is the first episode. The next episode might be a comedy set that I or someone else did that they wanted submitted on here. I don't know. We'll go over all that information in a little bit. But before we do that, let's kind of go over how this whole dynamic wit thing came to be. Now, I started in stand-up comedy. Uh, My first open mic was in 2013. I did a few more open mics in 2014. Really started hitting it consistently in 2015. So give or take about seven and a half, maybe eight years, I've been consistently working at building my craft as a stand-up comedian. I went through some old emails, um, a little while ago, and I found an email that I had sent to Keith Stubbs. Keith Stubbs is the owner of the Wise Guys Comedy Clubs. If you're not familiar, they have three clubs in northern Utah, two in Salt Lake, one in Ogden. They have one club in Vegas and opening a second club in Vegas, and they're about to open another club in Boise, Idaho. So the essentially, when it comes to stand-up comedy in the state of Utah, Wise guys is the bar. Like that's your that's that's the peak. Keith Stubbs has done an amazing job building the wise guys name. I tell you that because after I don't know maybe two or three open mics, I found this email that I sent to him, and I promise this relates into how dynamic came to be. Um, let me pull this up. I had it. Okay, so I wrote this on June seventh, two thousand fifteen. 
Dear Keith, my name is Chase McPhee. I'm a huge fan. I listen to you on the radio. He was also on the radio. Uh, and whenever you're, whenever you're on, and I've seen you perform at Wise Guys a few times, I recently started participating at Open Mic Night at the Wise Guys in West Valley. I'm fascinated with stand-up comedy, and I think it's a great art. All of that still holds true. I would like your advice or opinion on an idea that has come across my mind over the last couple of years. I attended Dixie State University from 2008 to 2010 in St. George. I loved my time at Dixie, met some great friends. However, I always felt that St. George lacked, I always felt that St. George has lacked in the comedy scene. I also believe it could really benefit from it. St. George has a reputation of being a small town for college students and retirees. It's essentially a place that you either go there to go to school or you go there to die. I was trying to be funny to impress a comedy club owner through an email. That's the kind of false confidence I had. Anyway, moving on. Here's where this is going to tie in. With that being said, St. George is rapidly growing and expanding each year. I believe opening a comedy club in St. George is something college students would go crazy for. And enough people down there, I think, uh, and enough people down there think they're funny. Holding an open mic once a week and then booking some of the local comedians from Salt Lake, Vegas, and Phoenix to come on the weekend, I think that would benefit very well from St. George. There's nothing like that down there. Two of my goals in life are to work in comedy and to someday live again in St. George. And I believe there is a way to accomplish both. Thank you for representing uh, Utah as well as you do and the terrific work you've done with Wise Guys. So we're going back to 2015, and I wanted two things in life. One, to live in St. George, Utah, and two, to have comedy be part of my life in St. George, Utah. Well, both of those things have come true. I live in St. George, Utah. Comedy has become a big part of my life in general, even though there's not a comedy club here in St. George. Comedy things are happening and constantly evolving and changing. So the, the, base, the foundation of this goal I had comes from years back. So over the years, when I moved down here in 2016, St. George went from having nothing in the stand-up comedy scene. They had an improv troupe, and that was about it. Other than the occasional big-name comedian that would perform, like at Tuacon Theater, a Bill Cosby, before we knew about the rape, and Jay Leno or, or Brian Regan. I mean, and those places would sell out. Like People here love to laugh. They love comedy. But there was nothing in the significance of stand-up until 2018, when they started doing a comic relief open mic at even Stevens once a month, that grew to having two locations for open mics between even Stevens and Perks Coffee Shop, and then uh, the Office Lounge, which is inside the Hilton, started hosting shows. So essentially, in the span from 2018 to now 2023, there have been a number of venues that have hosted stand-up comedy, either open mics or events as it continues to grow in this town. Uh, namely, the ones that have, have done it, uh, Even Stevens, which no longer exists, Perks Coffee, The Office Lounge, The Falls Event Center, which doesn't exist anymore, Bloomington Country Club, On The Mark Nutrition, The Electric Theater, The One and Only, which is a bar, Cool It Creo, uh, Blues Cats, Station Two, and The Washington Heritage Event Center, which also no longer exists. Stand-up has become a regular thing in the southern Utah area. Like even last night, there was a big show in Cedar City for a nationally touring comedian. It's starting to grow and pick up legs. 
when something like that happens, obviously everyone's gonna want you know a piece of the pie, and sometimes you can get into a little bit of a turf war, which is what I've wanted to avoid, but sometimes it happens. Stand up, in the world of stand up, there can be a lot of jealousy or a lot of pettiness or a lot of out for revenge, and I've tried my best to avoid it. However, we held a comedy show, the first ever Dynamic Wit comedy show back in January of this year. We did it as a fundraiser for a woman who needed a, a liver transplant and we sold out the electric theater. And my wife was huge in marketing that. She was the nun who came up with a dynamic quick comedy name. She helped fill every seat inside the electric theater, which I believe is around 308 seats, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in that ballpark. Well, how did that come to be? How did that show came to be? Honestly, is 100% out of spite. It was 100% out of spite and kind of vengeful thinking on my part because I'm not as mature as I'd like to think I am sometimes. See, I'm not going to throw out names, but the Electric Theater has been a city-owned building for years. And there is a person who would produce comedy shows there at the Electric Theater, and it was great for what the town needed at the time. But as time went on... Um, that particular person, I think, stopped caring more about the locals here and wanted to impress more of the big names coming from, you know, Los Angeles. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're not going to make St. George, Utah, Los Angeles. And so some of the comics that were brought in weren't a right fit for this town, which happens. I'm not a right fit for every town. I'm not saying I could go to L.A. and kill. I'm not saying that. I'm saying... Comedy in this town is a baby. It's just barely learning to walk, if not still crawling. And so trying to feed it meat before it's learned how to digest milk isn't going to do well. And that's essentially what was happening. Well, there was an older lady who is, a, you know, I'd consider a friend of mine. I've done a few shows with her. Very funny woman. She had won a contest for this other person who's putting on shows there. And one of the rewards for that contest was getting to host the next show that was going to be held at the Electric Theater. Well, this older lady decided to put her own show on at the Electric Theater, and she brought, you know, like I said, Electric Theater holds 300 seats. And this lady maybe had 30 people show up, most of them close to her age in their 80s, and she kind of combined it was half music, half comedy, which is always a risky thing to do. No one hears like a really good musical performance and then shouts, bring in the clown. Like it just, it's tough to do those kind of shows. I was part of that show. I went up, did like 11 minutes. It was fine. Come to find out the person who normally puts on shows there didn't like the fact that this 83-year-old woman put on her own show there and got mad at her and took one of her prizes away, which is the ability to host the next show she was having there. Now that rubs me wrong. I have never heard of a good reason to get mad at an 83-year-old person. Can, I mean, really, they're 83, they're almost done. Like whatever they do or say, probably won't matter in a few years because it, you know, 
they've lived a long enough life and seen enough changes, they're allowed to be how they are. But to get mad at them for trying to do something positive for their life and for the community and for their friends, it just rubbed me wrong. So when I heard that she got in trouble for putting on this show, I thought, okay, if you're going to get mad at an 83-year-old woman for putting 30 people in a 300-seat theater to enjoy a night of like music and laughter, well, then watch what I do. Now, all those places I've listed that have hosted comedy shows, the one difference between those places and the electric theater is the electric theater is a public theater. Anyone can rent out the electric theater for anything. You can rent out the theater just to piss on the stage. And if you paid the fees, you could do it. They don't sign a contract to say, this is your home. The electric theater is home to musical theater productions. It's home to uh, a movie night. It's home to whatever it is people are willing to pay. It's one of the few public buildings in St. George that's actually making money instead of costing the city money. So anyone has any right to host whatever event they want there. So that's what I did. I said, all right, you don't like what she did? Watch what I do. So my wife and I started putting it together. We, we rented out a time and a, uh, a date. And we didn't sell tickets for $25. We didn't sell them for $20. We sold tickets for $5. We sold tickets for $5. We put five people, including myself, on that show, each one of them a local. And if you put local people on, you get local support. We had no problem selling out the electric theater. And thus, the dynamic comedy name was born. We did the Dynamic Wit Comedy Night. And in an effort to kind of brand, make it a brand, we're starting this podcast. We're going to be hosting other Dynamic Wit Comedy Nights. I think the next one's scheduled for July 15th, where we will put on new comedians. We'll put on different faces each time. We'll keep it as fresh as we can. Like we said, dynamic, the definition of dynamic is characterized by constant change, activity, and progress. That's what the dynamic wit name is. And that's what we're here for. I love talking to people. I love stand-up. I love jokes. I love humor. Whatever that means. So a lot of the time we'll have a guest on here. A lot of time that guest will be a comedian. Another time that guest will just be someone who makes us laugh in a different way. But we're here to try and entertain you for a half hour when we post an episode. I don't anticipate episodes going much more than a half hour. But we're here to, you know, to have these kind of conversations, to make each other laugh, to have that dynamic wit. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you keep listening. I hope you listen to the next episodes that we post with a guest. If anyone wants to submit an idea or a funny story or a comedy set that they want to come into, let me give you the email address that you can submit those ideas to, as well as if you want to come on here. I'll talk to anyone if you have a funny story to tell, if you, if you have your own wit, absolutely. Would love to, to, to come have those conversations with you. So let's go over this, uh, the dynamic wit comedy the, the, the podcast that you can reach out to is dynamicwitcomedy at gmail.com. Dynamicwitcomedy at gmail.com. D-Y-N-A, 
M-I-C-W-I-T-C-O-M-E-D-Y at gmail.com. Submit your funny stories. Submit your jokes. Tell me who I should have on. Ask your questions. Criticize us. Whatever. This is exactly what we're here for. So, uh, hopefully you guys are uh, excited. Hopefully we are entertaining enough for you to keep listening which sounds so confident. Please love me, which is really all comedians are saying. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you on the next episode. And uh, yeah, here we go. We're doing it.